podcast time. A podcast for no reason that takes lots of time. I rhyme time with time, and I know that's lame, but the world is going up in flames, and we gotta figure out who's to blame. Gravestone of the USA. Uh, Who's saying that? It's terrible. Are we on now? Is this game? Is this? Is this now? Are we playing? Oh uh, well, yeah, it, it is on. Like um, live. Donkey on, Kong like, Jr. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong John, Jr. What? How did you end up with the homeless encampment behind you in front of your green screen? Oh Jesus Christ! I don't know what's <laughs> going on in my life anymore. Yeah. I know, right? I mean, it's just like, well, it's the the curtain's been pulled back, and you see the the mess that is my life. John, are you a sloppy oh, wow. person? Am I a what? A sloppy person? Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, well, about if some you things. Put me in a box. Kruger, put put me in. Slob. Yeah. Put the one with the in the box with no right angles. <clears throat> What, what is piled seams. up behind you? It looks like hey, a sweater. That's what, my what? that's my wife's way of putting things away. Oh, she's I just a want to welcome no, everybody to the Nooner Podcast Show. What? This is what the last. What? This is the last Nooner what? Podcast of 2020 on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. We're a bunch of hosts. We've got uh, Kruger and Sylvain and Cassandra Hi. Cardines with a. With a pendant on her wall. Uh, no, she's, yeah, yeah, she's. Um, she, you look like you're in some sort of attic space. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I am. All right. Um, Help. But. <laughs> and we will see you next Tuesday. Blink uh, three times if you had Rehypnol. I love I that your cry for help is that third one. I'm going down. Your cry for help is just help, help. That's <laughs> <laughs> so like you know I'm being serious. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of help, we are in the worst of of the COVID here in Los Angeles. We are at peak COVID. Things are just going absolutely nuts. They've run out of uh, ICU space. They're putting patients in gift shops, their uh, hospital gift shops. They, I talked to my uh, brother-in-law, who's an anesthesiologist, and he was saying that uh, Christmas Eve he was in the ICU, and he was like, "Why isn't this COVID patient like in isolation? Like this is an infection risk to everybody else here." And he said that the rest of the staff laughed at him because they're like, "Everyone on in." Uh, in the ICU is COVID positive. So we are at oh, a sure. critical, critical uh, time and it's scary to go out and thank God for food delivery. And yeah, yeah. This is an excerpt from Marty's public speaking class. Uh, part one, always open with a joke. 
Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! She, she, oh, there was, a, there was a little wine stain on that first uh, that first line, and I missed that one. <laughs> I see. I see. Uh, how, How's everyone doing? Yeah. Here's a, some terrible news. Okay. I mean, how are? But no, seriously. How are you guys doing? Are like, you excited to sell test the Tesco product line yeah, this exactly. year? This is why I would be the worst. I wouldn't be the worst MLM. You know, whatever. What is it? Um, Podcast host? Uh, no, the, the multi-level what? marketing <laughs> scheme like guy. I'd be like, you're not gonna make any money, but if you want to help me out, buy buy some shit. They they call Marty in to like all the top CEOs who are too motivated and he brings them down. He's a demotivational speaker. And you know what? I like it. I get thanks for that. Killing it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm at the buck, top yeah. of my game. How was everybody's um, Christmas holiday? It was great. It was great. I got everything I wanted. Did, so Yogi came back? Mm-hmm. Did he bring covered any of and his, come? <laughs> did he bring any of his harem back? Ins and others. God almighty! I was just <laughs> I was, was just coming out here to the, to do this, and and Shelly says to me, she says, "Hey, uh, tell Yogi uh, about that you're doing the podcast because he has been busy, and he usually doesn't listen because he's busy, but now he could listen." And I was like. Yeah, I'll definitely <laughs> remind him. Um, I'm alienating uh, users one person at a time. Yeah, exactly. That's my goal. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm glad I forgot. Users, listeners. Quote, unquote, forgot to tell him. Because oh, about he, his... He'd be uh, like... Yeah, about how well, he shared no, the stories of his, his nonstop orgies? Yes. In AmeriCorps? Yes. Yeah, hmm. I don't think... I mean, you know, it's great to be creating this body of work that I can't show to anyone I know. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to my career. By the way, this yeah. is your this is your the no, best on, stuff. You were on the post office show. Oh right, yes. This is great. This is so happy. No one saw, and they even gave me an Emmy nomination. And then John, fucking what's his name, had to do ten minutes on it. Oh, uh, that was what was that show called with the John uh, Edwards program? John, uh, the other Oliver. side. Oh John, oh, John Oliver. Oh. John Oliver. Just, I'm John watching Edwards. a show I enjoy. Like, oh, I love this show. Sunday night, That's watching John funny. Oliver. And then he's like, there's this terrible show called The Inspectors. And here's some clips from no, it. And my it wife's actually, like, it wasn't quite. She's like, did, did you write that scene that they made fun? I'm like, no, I just punched it up. It, it basically, you know how <laughs> he did a whole segment on the Danbury, like uh, the sewage treatment plant. The inspectors was the Danbury sewage treatment plant yeah. of television. I, look, I did not disagree with anything he said. The show stinks, but I, I was just happy to have a show that gave me an award and no one saw. And then everyone I talked to was like, "Oh yeah, I remember. Oh you, oh you, someone wrote that. Like, yep, that was me. It stunk. Well, it was a team. It was a team effort. Don't it was a, don't yeah. take it all on your shoulders." True. There were uh, other idiots there too. If you want to join in on the conversation, please uh, just tweet in at noonerpodcast.com or at noonerpodcast at, at Twitter. Or if you're uh, listening on the pod, you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com and we will get to you on the next episode. Um, we've got JP Cutter, who has been keeping us in touch with uh, whether we've been on the air or not. Um, Senior Smoke Tyson, who mans our Tumblr page, that's noonerpodcast.com. Uh, Cassandra, how was your holiday, Christmas? Um, you know what I discovered? Um, is it until children are involved? Uh, I don't think I need to spend 
holidays with my family anymore. Like, because it's kind of, we're just like four adults like hanging out and like, you know, four adults that like, I have like shoulder spasms for some reason because yeah. I'm so stressed for yeah. nothing. It, so yeah. I think uh, I think next year I'm gonna I'm gonna do things differently. <laughs> I like that. And uh, when kids, when when children are involved, then the you know then family family Christmas makes more sense. It is exciting when you see kids eat um, or, or open presents. I, I went to my in-laws and brought a lasagna and it's the first time I ever saw these tiny little skinny like nephews of mine who look like refugees eat seconds and that made me really happy. And yeah, th th it's those little pleasures that, that make made Christmas really fun. We were talking about it. Feed her kids? The, no, oh, I, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> That's why they're yeah, so much more successful than other people. I just feel like if you don't have kids like enjoying like the magic of Christmas, then it's kind of like we could have done this any day, but like instead, like I'm with my family and everything is closed. Like I'd rather be spending this with like people I'd rather be spending it with. So, yeah. which is why where you are where you are right now, sequestered in an <laughs> attic, yearning for freedom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, like, help. I'm going to do things differently next year. Because <laughs> I ended up in an attic. Okay, but no, um, to be fair, the, you're, magic, you're... the magic of Christmas is all about the lie of Santa Claus, which is why Love Actually is not actually a Christmas movie, because it lies about Christmas, saying Christmas but you is know, the time when we all... What is a Christmas movie? What? Buzzsaw three. <gasps> Buzzsaw three. Wait, episode two. Now, episode two. Is, uh, we I have, think it's coming up. I think it's coming up. Is it? Tight. Yeah, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Stay tuned for that, and um, yeah, please, please, please stay tuned for that. It is spectacular, John. You did a great job with that. Uh, did I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh thanks. Yeah. 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 Um, where this is the, the only news thing I'll get into right now <laughs> for the next 10 minutes, uh, where <laughs> a high school student in Tennessee, or no, in Virginia, actually. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before you tell us, yeah. let's try and guess what happened. Okay. Oh, okay. He blew himself up. No? No, that was uh, Tennessee. That was, that was Tennessee. Mm. Yeah. Well, a high school in Virginia? Yeah. Right? He shot, a, he shot everybody. He killed everybody. No, no it was, a, it was a, a young woman. She was 15 at the time. Oh, was. Ooh. Did, oh, she she... did, did this woman die? She's still alive. Oh. Is she bigger? She than started dating a teacher. Wait, one at a time here. John? Is she bigger than a bread box? No. She's a very small, small, small woman. Small, okay. um, Cassandra? She started. She started dating a teacher. That's my guess. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. No, no, she was a cheerleader, and in oh. 2015 or 2016, she had, a, she had a baby. No, she went on Snapchat and said oh. and was bragging and said, "I can drive," followed by the N word. She's a white girl. Okay. And uh, she was uh, 15 or 16 at the time. I guess 16. Um, 
And then someone, uh, one of her classmates, saved that video and then released it when she was in college. And At Howard University. <laughs> no, no, she's white. Oh, oh, um, oh. You can still go to Howard. Yeah, she's, but she was at the University Wait, of Tennessee. And, and this is after, like, she, as in, a senior in high school, had posted things in support of Black Lives Matter. Not that that means anything. She did also post the N-word on Snapchat. And from that, she, uh, she was kicked out of, or not kicked out of school, but she was asked to withdraw from school. Oh. Yeah. And, um, and now she's in community college. Not that that's a bad thing at all but um and this the guy who <laughs> I outed, think i'm the prime example yeah it's yeah, not that. that bad the guy who outed her her classmate who they weren't friends uh, he basically said like you know i i taught someone a lesson i taught someone a lesson and uh -huh. because like she basically got canceled online for something now when she, she said when she that was phrase was there an oxford comma um, let me check here. Oh, no. She it, no, there wasn't, no, did she say I can drive N words, meaning I can operate an N word as a piece of car, or yeah, I she can put drive the apostrophe comma, in the wrong place? So well, then she that's pluralized just it instead of I mean, she she possessed it instead of oh, uh, pluralizing. It. Yeah, I see. I uh, see. no, it was oh, like wait, that. Wait, was she, was, was it a song? Posting? Wait, was she? Was she boasting about the fact that she can drive to her friends and calling them all black people, but in, with a different word? Yes. And her classmate who got wind of this, I don't know how he got the video. Um, he saved it for three years and basically. Good for him. That's hard to do with Snapchat. Yeah. And, and so like basically the University of Tennessee they revoked its admission offer to her. And so I, I guess I'm my question is like, I don't fault this guy for outing this girl, this woman, for, for what she did when she was a teenager. But is that, is, is, her con is her punishment, does it suit, does it fit her actions? No. Well, she's still <laughs> a teenager. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she's 18 so like or 19. Yeah. Perhaps the lesson is still available to be learned because it'd be different if she was like 30 and then someone was like, like what you did when you were 15. But um, gosh, just like now she can't go to college. Like, is that really what that guy wanted to do to her? It, it is. It is. Like he wanted to make an example. Up. And and yeah. and he's a, a biracial dude. And I've a lot of a lot of freckles. Uh, I think that I, I got a lot of don't fault him for that. But I also think that like we shouldn't be responsible or we shouldn't be culpable wholly for what we say when we're 15. I said horrible things when I was 15. I was just trying to, to find out who I was. I was trying out different things. I would tell whatever, just trying to fit in in the world. And yeah. Uh, and now this is what I would tell Jimmy Galligan is the guy who outed her the guy with all the freckles. He's very cute. Mm -hmm. um, good looking fella. Good looking guy. I like his hair. Uh, she's not a racist. I just watched the video. 
She's saying, I could drive, N-word, like, you, as you would rap, you would add the N-word to the end of your phrase as a boast, as a piece of punctuation. She's not saying, God, I hate black people. They are no, all a not. bunch of... Right? She's saying, she's saying, she's, it's basically like, I can drive, bitches. Yes. Whoa, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can... You just lost Cassandra. Whoa. She just left. Exactly. No, she had to go take a dump. Um... <laughs> Okay. She had that I gotta take a dump kind of tone in her voice. Yeah, I, I I this is what worries me about social media is you say something when you're 15 and it's not I mean I, I'm going through this with my mom and my sister who are not speaking and they're all texting and my mom she, well she said this and, and I said you can't understand tone in a text. And that can by extension you, you can talk about Snapchats, which is a five second video. Where she says, I can drive. And it's N-word. supposed to dissipate after, you know, into the ether after however much time. Yeah, but, but, you know, like there's no context around it. She's not going, you know, this is, uh, this is a celebratory moment and I use the N word this way. And in four years, it'll be inappropriate. But for now. Well, even then it was I, inappropriate, but it's like, like think about a writer's room, how many inappropriate things get spoken in a writer's room. Yes. Well, she's she's on. That's that's why I said it worries me that people are like saying anything into mics. Holy shit! Are you guys recording this? Exactly. Oh, oh shit! Fuck. No, sorry, I didn't. I forgot. But yeah, it's, uh, Jimmy. Uh, God damn it! I'm oh, sorry, guys. Can, can we can we hold? Well, let's take I get back. in trouble for saying things out of context in this podcast when you know what the context was. Yeah, right. but John, you say it like. Kind of, um, you put, a, you put a little mustard on it. You put a little heat on it. Like, bank on it, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. I met this guy. He's fucking Jewish. You know, there's like your teeth are clenched. I, I can feel the. Yeah, I do a podcast with these uh, fellas. You know, this girl, this guy, and this fucking Jew. You know, but listen, Jimmy know, Galligan. Like, yeah, I'd like to. Even, even so there. Best too. Yeah, I know. But we all I, have agents and lawyers. But I don't. Well, except for you and Marty and Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra has uh, Jim, Jimmy Dynamite or whatever. No, his I, name is. I have an. Agent. What's your agent's name? <laughs> Rick Ferrari. Rick Ferrari. I like Jimmy oh, Dynamite. Jimmy Dynamite. I'm calling on on behalf of Carcina Carcina Cadenas. He doesn't even know yeah, your name. <laughs> She's going up for the role of girl number three who gets murdered. I don't. Mm-hmm. But to a be, Jimmy Dynamite. To be. Fair to Jimmy Galligan. Is that his name, Jimmy? Jimmy Galligan. There's nothing to be fair about. That guy's a dick. That's fine. He might be a dick, but he like was also subject to racial slurs when he was a student. So, okay, that's fine. But you think you're better than me, Jimmy? You think you're better than me? You fucking. But I don't think that this should. Like, I think that the response of social media and of the University of Tennessee should be like, that was terrible. Let's have this be a teaching moment and then let's like move on, you know? Like, I don't think that you should be, you should be. There are like real racists who are currently Mm -hmm. hosting podcasts. Oh yeah. Some of them Mm -hmm. are named Joe Rogan. No, Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, is he a racist? There there are like real. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like go after like that's such it's just an easy target like but, oh it's a white girl saying the n word right. like okay and, but that's also on social media for jumping on that like they basically like they made her like this pariah they canceled her yeah, yeah they, I get it and and you could say okay we need those examples to to make sure that 
people understand that, you know, you can't just be a white, cute girl and make your way in the world like saying whatever you want. I know, but it says like the the article says racist, and that's where like yeah, it's no, inappropriate. I, like I don't think you should say that. I agree with the marketplace of ideas. Like yeah, you really shouldn't say that word. Like fine, it doesn't. That we're still a racist country. I'm still not going to get pulled over, and a black person will. Like it doesn't change anything. But whatever people want, whatever. But to call a girl like a racist, like I think she just likes hip hop a lot, and she's in her fucking car. And she's like fucking blasting little Uzi Vert. And right. she's like, and he's excited she's, about having her driver's I, permit. You know, I, I don't want to sound like Ben Shapiro, but here goes. Uh, <sighs> my father uh, oh, went to music college at Heat. No, that's you my Ben Jews. Shapiro impression. Um, but like, uh, you know, if, if the music that is coming into young people's ears has the N word in it, like a lot. And I listen to a lot of rap and I'm like, God damn, there's a lot of N words. And, Fucking, it sounds great. That's why they use it. They're not like, I don't know. We just have to use this word. Like it's the rock and roll version of baby. You know, every fucking rock song is baby. Well, I guess if you're U2, it has you're a infantilizing word women again. Is that how it goes, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck women. But, you know, it's like. Oh, you like to fuck babies, do you? I love nothing better than fucking a virgin baby. Well, um, I, I got that, lost in that image. Uh, that sorry. one I re hit record for. <laughs> that's going to come back to haunt But yeah, you. it's just like, she's not a racist. She's a white girl who listens to a shitload of rap. And she's, I even dated a black guy once. Like, okay, great. You're fucking woke and amazing. But she's not like a, who's that white supremacist guy that got punched in the face? Richard. Uh, Richard Wilbur. Spencer. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Like he's a racist. He's a Western chauvinist like want to celebrate white people like go go fucking ruin his day leave this ding dong alone i yeah. agree end of sermon but but yeah so i think that this is yeah. more of a, a social media problem than it is a, a jimmy galligan problem and i understand he might be rageful but we, we as the general public who have no bone no skin in the game between their beef like we shouldn't I don't know. There, there just has to be. Well, a... I mean, you're 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 saying it's a social social media problem. It, it 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 should have actually. I think it should have started and ended on social media, or started on social media and just been the social media thing. But the fact that it has real world. I mean, you're. I think you're absolutely right. Like the grown ups, the not. It's like University of Tennessee should go. What? What happened? And should call her in and say, "Did you say this? Were you and an idiot say, when you were fifteen? Yeah. Were you an idiot when you were 15? Back in 2017, when we actually had an entire, I just looked it up, we have an entire health sciences park, which was named after a Confederate general until 2017. Yeah. We're going to kick you out for, for, for basically almost quoting, uh, you know, some, probably some rack, rack, rap, rap, excuse me, she's had a stroke. Shelly, Shelly. you know, referencing some, some goofy thing you and your friends were doing, you know, who or, or whatever, or has, she's no justification for it at all, but it's not, it's, it's, it's just, ugh. You're ruining your life. Yeah, I did. So I did rewatch the video, and I did notice she has a uh, swastika neck tattoo. So okay, uh, maybe, well, no, maybe don't no. don't go picking nits there. But it's, yeah, it's a Hindu symbol. It's a yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. symbol. It's you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, last she's in a week, fucking. She's in a. Uh, what's the Kia Soul? She can't. She's not a racist. She doesn't have enough money to be a racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of all the times we were, we wanted a video uh, component to this episode. Your reaction to that, Cassandra, was just like so it is sad. A Kia, she's in a Kia Soul. She's got a sunroof, so she's doing all right. Do you have a sunroof? Damn it. I don't even have one of those. No. Oh, I have a sunroof. I haven't used it yet, but I've got one. Aren't you trying to sell your car? I did. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Great great use of $30,000. No, it was much less than that. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how much did it depreciate? I- What'd you buy it for? What'd you sell it for? Uh, twenty-four seventeen. You bought it for twenty four. You sold it for seventeen. Yep. Two years. Okay. I accept your apology. You've got none. Last week uh, on Tuesday, it came out that John Mulaney, uh, comedy's like a clean scrubbed sweetheart, went into rehab. Avid cocaine lover, John. Yes, no, Mulaney. an outspoken cocaine lover. Uh. Uh, he went into rehab for cocaine. And alcohol, and he had, again. Uh, yeah. I thought he was sober. He he was sober, but he Up has until the, he the moment that he wasn't. Yes, and wow, yeah, and you know, I think that he was going through. Oh, I think we just turned off John. Um, He's going to do a line. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. but so speaking of fake sober people, he was, uh, I guess, having some issues dealing with being sequestered in COVID and he went so far as to get on the writing staff of uh, late night with Seth Meyer and, um, and had a weird, uh, he had a weird thing that was just online. It was like a weird Q and a between him and Seth Meyers and it, it was not funny at all. And it was sort of odd, but uh, it came out that he had these substance abuse problems and now he's going into rehab uh he's started drinking when he was 13 i think he's talked about and he said that how much he loves cocaine and i've tried cocaine and cocaine is pretty fun um but uh like everybody came out in support of john mulaney and and not me oh i'm sorry i I do not support him what did you tweet no, I no, I, I just find it weird that this is news. Why? Because he's got a medical condition. He's a drug addict. Yeah, and he's an alcoholic, and he's not that famous. Like, why? Who, what's the? He's why does the public? Eh, I mean, in comedy, but around the world, okay. there's like, in I animation. Know, it's just like in Netflix animation, he's very famous. Very big in the Netflix animation space for white males uh, well, between twenty five and forty. There was a there was a little bit of backlash because people, other people, celebrities that went into rehab, everyone from Amy Winehouse to Demi Lovato to Whitney Houston, people of color, women, um, they were ridiculed and or not ridiculed but mocked and uh, is there a difference? But. Uh, and no. John Mulaney was got nothing but support from the the Twitter community and and all that. So well, he's been very honest, as you said, about his struggles with addiction. I mean, his stand up, his early stand up, is about how he's a blackout drunk and he doesn't drink anymore. So 
I, I wish him only the best, but I find it weird that we know that John Mulaney has, uh, he's back on the, on the, on the snow. Like why, why is that important for us? Yeah. As a, as a people, more importantly, who the fuck is this woman who is pretending to be Spanish? Okay, wait. Don't know let me just going. wait. Let me just wrap this up. Just oh, very, there's a point. Oh, sorry. Very no, I I think it is important because it does sort of punctuate like these crazy times that we're in, and he's a guy who like like thrives on being out and performing, and you know he's had a great uh, ten years or whatever eight years after he like had a really hard time with the Mulaney show, which flopped um and he's basically had this resurgence and then to all of a sudden stop really john is him. actually asleep yeah, yeah I, I almost took a screen grab john is like <laughs> yeah but i i think it it it's like old man in a to, chair like falling asleep I, it speaks to the stress of what's going on like i have a relative who withdrew from high school uh and there was like self abuse going on and it was like this horrible thing that like only came out because that we she was locked down and it's just been a very difficult time and what's her name okay i'll i'll well, John Mulaney's like oh i have a, i'm a drug addict and everyone else is in lockdown but yeah. apparently the news needs to know that i like to cocaine too much and need to go rest my head but uh your your family member what, yeah. what's her name or his name no stop it what's yeah. the difference well john mulaney is a public figure i mean there is that not thing. not i my mother has no idea who john mulaney is well don't tell her about his cocaine problem then <laughs> please, please don't seems so nice and so that little bean pole does cocaine oh but Lord. the point being That's how like, he like my relative was going through this really hard time and and like give me the initials stop it what, is, what the fuck is wrong with you steven kruger w w oh wonder woman we'll get to that uh, <laughs> uh i wish a better writer a better writer got to that yeah um Slam! yeah so but anyhow it i just think that uh, these are extreme times and we have to be Forgiving in these times because when things get back to normal, a lot of the the issues that are obstacles to people's happiness will be gone. So, you know what? I'm listening to you, and I take your advice, and I forgive John Mulaney for doing sweet, sweet, delicious, cocaine. wonderful cocaine. Oh, let's go on. Let's go on the Myers show and do a bit. I am gacked out of my All fucking right. noggin. <sighs> I watched the bit. I'm like. What's going on, John? What's yeah. happening? Yeah, no, he's, it was it was really funny. weird, and it certainly makes sense in retrospect. Uh, oh, he's on cocaine. Yeah, and then you think about all the oh. other people who have gone in, in um, down similar paths that resulted in much dire, more dire consequences, and like Chris Farley, uh, Chris Farley, uh, John Belushi, yeah, Adam oh. Sandler. Oh wait, Adam no, Sandler. that's he just really? oh, no, no. R.I.P. R.I.P. Adam. <laughs> no. David Spade. Oh no, he just yeah, yeah. continued to not be no. funny. No, Harris Whittles and but, shorter. But and shorter. Uh, so tell us about Halaria. Who? Halaria. Kruger, that, that was your cue. I'm waiting. She's eating her fucking salad like a What's going on with that with that? 
I'm here to commentate, not to tell the story. What happened? No, I just I know uh, nothing about it, and but my wife. Okay, so Amy Schumer has... posted a photo of Hilaria Baldwin. Hilaria. Hilary, I don't know what her fucking name is. Hilaria is how it's spelled though, and um, it's like she's like pregnant and holding a baby, or I don't know, whatever. And so Which one is pregnant and holding um, a baby. Hilaria. This so is Alec Amy Baldwin's posted... third wife. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm asking. I don't know. Uh, it's her second second wife. So Amy Schumer posted a photo of her holding her baby, like Hilaria holding her baby and going, um, Merry Christmas from me and my post-pregnancy body. Basically, oh. Amy Schumer is calling herself that by posting a picture of a model holding a baby being like, LOL, that's her post-pregnancy body and mine sucks. Mm. And then Hilaria was like, you know, Hilaria. body shaming skinny people is shitty too. And what? then... Yeah, oh. she took it as her being body shamed, and then the internet sleuthy sleuths decided, like, well, fuck it, let's find some shit out, and they found out that Hilaria Baldwin, who up until now everyone was like, she said that she was from Spain and Spanish, and like she's like on, so there's an interview of her talking, and there's like a cucumber in front of her, and she's like, in um, and what what is this in English? Um, oh, a, a cucumber, like she's like. Uh, you know, like a liar, and so everyone found out that she's like actually from New England and um, Hillary Spain. Like she spent some time in Spain, but um, she is not Spanish. So no, she grew up in Boston. She went to the fucking John. You'll know this reference: the Cambridge School of Weston, right? You went there. <laughs> I was just looking. At, I don't know what that is. Oh, I went there for a semester. That's one of those schools where it's like just do whatever you want. Just you know, if you want to read Tolstoy, do it. If you want to paint, paint. And so I just did drugs and skateboarded. And they were like, yeah, you need to go. You're not, you're, this isn't for you. She's not from fucking Spain. No. Her, what her, a fucking uh, coup. born Hillary Hayward Thomas. Mm. She changed her name to Hilaria. Mm. But this Smart. is kind of like the she same studied. thing as what we were just talking about before. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, do what you want. Well, well I mean, she's faking her. Not, this is very different. This is very, she's very. She's got different. an accent. But, but yeah. what is the harm? I guess. What, what is no, the? No, there's no harm. It's just hilarious. <laughs> so, someone uh, who grew up in Boston John. went to the Cambridge School of Weston, which should just be called the Weston School, but they call it the Cambridge School, and went to NYU. She doesn't know the English word for cucumber. What is this word? The cucumber. Now, do you think no. that when she's alone with Alec, that she's just like, "Oh, thank God, I, That's what I'm I so sick of rolling my R's." Um, after the fourth blowjob, he's probably like, "Yeah, you can drop the accent." Let's just <laughs> after the fifth kid, he's like, uh... "Yeah." You can you can get pregnant from your mouth. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, Alex, it's possible. <laughs> I spit it into right. my pussy. I spit it into my pussy <laughs> and I made two babies. It's a mouth baby. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, coming up is episode two of Buzzsaw 3, what, Hollywood what, what? Sunset, episode something, something. Two. Yes. 
a bit that never should have gone past my stupid idea now is on its second season. Oh, don't take all the credit for this, Steve. It was a it was it was my idea. Yeah, it's a dick. group effort though. Everyone everyone jumped Check in. Check the tapes. Check I the think tape. it was your idea. It was my idea. I did not I did none of the work, but it was my I'm the idea man. I'm not a I'm not a laborer. You guys dig the ditches. Uh right. okay. It says the guy who, yeah, sp- who spends like hours and hours every week doing the post for this stuff. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Cool. 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 Not work. I get to I get to spend time with my favorite characters. (laughs) (laughs) He's got. So um, I just have to. So I'm looking at the um, Hilaria's. uh, That's a really funny name. Hillary Hilaria. Uh, She attended college at uh, NYU. While attending NYU, she was on the ballroom dance team. I just, I just think that's. Just bougie, really something. Yeah, but so she grew up in Boston. She's around. She knew mass holes, and she went to New York and became a yoga instructor and met an aging, ailing, and yet somehow still rich Alec Baldwin. Extracted uh, semen from him five times and spit it into her pussy. Made babies. Like there's at no point did she not think that the mass holes who knew her as Hillary were not going to, you know make videos of her of them going yeah yeah i knew you when you were fucking hillary and you're giving hummus in iraq you fucking you i mean like what was she think like that that those are people who do not forget i are you talking about this because there's a comment from this woman says i know hillary hayward thomas from the cambridge school of western massachusetts she didn't have an accent then and she didn't and didn't change her name to hilaria because she's not spanish so please stop using an accent in this podcast and interrupting your guests Hmm. I was thinking of more like a John Carmichael, Michael Carmichael Jr. type. Like, I yeah. uh, we went back of that Brigham's in fucking Roslindale, and I fucked you in the ass, and you fucking spit in my face. You. What like, was the uh, name of the car? What was the car we fucked in? I rock. The yeah. I rock the international race of champions car. <laughs> yeah, baby. Went up to <laughs> we went Camaro, up to fucking the I rock Camaro was the Corvette. The, fu- the I don't know what the, the fuck the, it was, but it was an I rock. We drove up to New Hampshire. We got some spackless. We got a case of Natty Light. We went. We don't, went up to Revere. Went to the beach. You gave me a Hummer. You're not fucking hilarious. You know who you are. You, you're not better. You think you're better than me. You think you're better than me. You think you're better than me. Your parents are not from Mallorca. Okay. Yeah. They're from fucking Medford. You piece of crap. You're on the fucking Orange Line. You fucking. <laughs> Fucking orange line. That is some fucking she's, specific she's reference. She's fucking pretty for someone from on the orange line. That's true. Saying, maybe maybe she's in Malden, not Medford. She won the fucking uh, genetic lottery there. Because most of those people look like swamp people. <laughs> well, we just lost all our orange line listeners. Oh, that's Damn that's it. that's a bonus. Such a loyal group. Wonderland. Gonna go out the that's the, that's the blue line, you fucking mook. No, it's not, is it? Oh, yes. It is. Right, that's the fucking blue line. Guys, can we take the next forty minutes for me to quiz John about MBTA stops in Boston? Uh, oh, you, 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 you it's MTA. It's been MTA for thirty fucking years. They left out the B. Massachusetts Bay Transportor- Transportation know, Authority. Welcome yeah, to the Transportation Podcast, where we study, <laughs> where we cover uh, highways on the West Coast and trainways on the East Coast. Um, a, Wonderland is gone. Okay. Wonderland was a dog racing park in yeah. North Nobody Boston. Cares. Yeah, I always wanted but, to go there because I took the train a lot. I was like, Wonderland, that sounds like fun. 
<laughs> so uh, a guy wondrous. I worked with made a movie and called Next Stop Wonderland. Oh, he made that? Yes. Oh, you, that's that was a good movie. Brad Anderson. Uh, but that is the blue line. The orange line is uh, Jamaica Plain at the bottom, I believe. All right. Uh, it, it goes okay. into Dorchester. Okay. And in the north, it's okay. uh, Medford. We, we've just and lost Cassandra. She's now playing Words with Friends. Uh, so, did you guys? Yeah. Did you guys watch uh, Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah. I heard it was shitty. Uh, shitty titties. It was pretty bad. It was I mean, pretty bad. I gotta tell you, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine have really great chemistry. They're, they're wonderful. Both really, good. they're very good. Yep. Um, but everything else about that movie was not very well done. Why? Well, I don't. It's really kind of hard to figure out. But it was. You didn't care. Uh, it was dumb. It sort of broke its own rules. Um, all of a sudden, you know, it, it it suffers from just about. It seemed like. It seemed at one point that that what she was trying to do was who the fuck is eating on Mike? What is that sound? I don't know. I don't know. Is that you, Marty? What are you doing? Did you I'm take on... one of your blue pills today, Marty? I didn't mute it, and I was crunching on salad, but I'm muting myself again. Sorry. Wow, Steve is so so sensitive. He's like the princess in the pea. Like if you put a pea, um, up his mind. up his pee pee hole, and he. Spoots it out. Notes. All right, go on, John. Well, the, at, at the very beginning, there is this dumb fight in a mall, and it looked so much like a really crappy 80s movie. I thought, oh, oh, they're doing like an homage to crappy 80 movies. But then that kept on going on and on and on and on and on. People uh, are, are comparing it to like Superman 3 and 4 and 5, which are, I don't even know if they're worth a 5, but. They were terrible. I mean, Superman one was okay. Superman two was meh. Superman three was awful. And and so it was like as if they were calling back bad movies. And uh, and then the 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 concept of the the bad guy was just so twisted. And then at the end, it just didn't make any sense. And by the end, I didn't care. Uh, uh, what's her name? Wig. Christian Wig. Kristen Wig, she's wonderful in general, but in this is just wasted. I mean, it, was, uh, it's just a, it was just disappointing because I was really looking forward to it. I liked the, I mean, this, the first one wasn't a great movie. I mean, it's a fucking comic book movie, so who cares? But you just want them to be better. They don't really have to. All they have to do is have a bad guy and a good guy and a fight. That's all you really yeah. need. I mean, anytime you have like wishes, uh, spoiler alert. Um, I'm about to reveal something about the plot. Jump ahead two minutes, whatever. It's about um, wish fulfillment. Yeah. Then if like wishes come true, then I don't give a shit about your stupid fucking movie. You know, it's like not not at all interesting to me. Like, what like, does that mean, Marty? Oh, because basically there's a something there that will grant people wishes. And once you grant people oh. wishes, then like reality just gets tossed out the window and all logic just like it's not really interesting at that point, you know. Got it. Uh, and, and yeah, so in the one sense, like the first one, it just it came down to a dumb fight that meant nothing to me. And here it just came down to a bunch of dumb wishes that meant nothing to me. So. Uh, but she's. You didn't like the first Wonder Woman either. I, I I did, but the finale was just a bunch of 
you know, fighting. And it wasn't that interesting. She's great. And like John said, like the chemistry between Chris Pine and her is awesome. She, you know, it, there are funny moments in there. But you just have to slog through all this dumb plot bullshit, you know. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's I, it's funny because so I was just looking. You said wish movies are, are dumb and they lose you immediately. So I I wanted to to prove you wrong. So I looked up wish fulfillment movies. Oh, and, um, I like I like how you work, John. How can yeah, I, well, fuck I mean, Marty? How can I just just turn him down limb from limb? Right, exactly. Um, and I was unable to. I mean, basically, there are no movies. All the movies that have any that are any good. What are some have, other examples? Because I'm a little confused. Well, like, it, like the, where it's one wish, okay. or you know? the monkey's paw. I mean, you know, there's yeah, the monkey's paw, but that's that's a that's like an old story. Yeah, but there well, is... they they do that in um, one of those anthology horror films, you know. Oh yeah, we had a monkey's paw on our thing, and no one oh, yeah. ever used it. Or oh, yeah, yeah nobody fucking did a fucking Not wish. Yeah, anyway, I we wish fucking... myself out of the stupid fucking buzzsaw thing. Well, no, I like that. We uh, subverted the paradigm. Yeah, we, you know. But I, no, I just thought, uh, do? yeah, wish fulfillment is just up. not interesting. That didn't really bother me. I, I, I knew very early on it wasn't ew, wasn't going to be great when uh, Kristen Wiig showed up, and I turned to my wife and said, "Well, she's a bad guy," and she's like, "No, how do you like?" Because I've seen every comic book movie ever. There's love interests and opponents and ally opponents who are friends in the first act and then turn out to be not friends in acts two yeah, it's, onward. It's Guy Pierce and, so and Iron like, Man two, three, something like that. Yeah, I, uh, Who knows? I was like, Oh, they're going to do this. Like, Oh, we're, we're best friends. We should have a drink together. And then, yeah. Oh, by the end so of three, they're fighting in a CGI nightmare. Yeah. And because an she made a wish test. saying, I wish I were as powerful <laughs> as Diana Prince. I found so I was totally disconnected from the movie early on. That fight, the opening scene is terrible. It's stupid. Nothing like hooks you into the movie. So I went and made pizza because we were watching a Christmas. I found myself, it, I connected later in the movie when she had to give him up yeah. to save the world. Yeah, yeah. And no, I was no, like, for sure, for sure. oh, I feel something. Like, right. well, it's if you didn't have all that Kristen really Wiig shit, like, and you just compress the movie down, yep. I would have cared because... Right. It wasn't it's not really about saving the world, which is every dumb Marvel movie. It's about like her having right. to give up and not take the shortcut. And I was like, Oh, I like this, but yep. it's two hours into the movie and fuck you movie. Right, right. Wasted. Right. Two hours. I think that's why it's even more frustrating, you know, because there's all this dumb shit and good stuff in the dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, leave the know? good stuff yeah. and take out the bad stuff. Yeah. But I mean we watched it and I think I wish I hadn't. Gal Gadot is a, a movie star. She's she's effervescent. Yeah, doesn't do anything for me. Well, you don't like Jewish people. What? I... She's Jewish. Yeah. So, boy, uh... Gavalt. <laughs> I I saw I saw uh, Soul Pixar Soul. Yeah. The animated movie. Okay. Yeah. So did I. Fucking fantastic. Really great. Pete Doctor and I forget the other director's name. Yeah, like um, really smart. I just really... remember the white dude who directed it. I know another white yeah. guy. Fucking no, no, no. Catch it, catching a break. Um, so it is good. So this oh, is, yeah, and it's That's only on Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, Marty. Oh, yeah. Marty. Well, you'll have you to go out to the movies. What, Cassandra? 
Do you want my login? Uh, off air, off air. I don't want to share it with everybody. No, no go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's yeah, Disney. Yeah. They're competitors to your wife's you company, you and they're doing quite well. At all, Marty? What? You haven't watched The Mandalorian? Uh, I watched one episode at a friend's house, and I was like, eh, it's kind of just like, I don't know. It's pretty. Okay. It's very, very pretty. Mm. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, okay. How was that, How was season two of The Mandalorian? Uh, it was well. Basically, it's um, it's catering to <laughs> fanboys is indefensible. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, and that's why and I'm, I love this. Uh, fair there enough, fanboy. I'm I'm very excited about um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, just because uh, that Vision comic book was really really good. That that it's re- loosely based on. Um, about this sort of 1950s Americana version of Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, and I think those two actors are really great. So if that is good, I will jump on. I will catch up with Mandalorian. I will watch what's the new the new one, Boba Fett. The Boba Fett goes wild. Um, everyone loves Boba Fett. Everyone loves Boba Fett. The multi-cam half hour. Yep. So yeah. I, will, I will catch up. I'm not a, a anti His brother lives there as well. Oh. Bobby Fett. Bobby Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's taller. The homework two weeks ago was Boba two... Fett's parents. I could just see that. Boba. Sorry, his sister's name Bobby. Is uh, but two years ago, Boba! I mean, two weeks ago, uh, I the the homework was to watch Alice in Borderlands on Netflix. Uh, did anyone watch it? Yeah. So one of you watched it. Yeah, Cassandra had this. Cassandra had this look on her face, like she had this look on her face, like, oh, he said something, and I was supposed to pay attention. Oh, whatever. And then, like, then you just went back to normal. Yeah, Uh, John, what is it? Is it good? In a word, yes or no? Is it good? No. One word. Okay, cool. All right, I won't watch it. Marty, is it good? Yes or no? One word. Yeah, it's good. No, one word. Yeah. John, why didn't you think it was good? No and yeah. Now I'm confused. Uh, well, I was forced to say if it was good or bad, and um, I wouldn't like recommend it. It's not the best thing in the world. Um, it's but well, it's it's a uh, it's it's about. Um, Three Japanese slackers. Oh, I forgot how much you hate Japanese people. No, it's not Japanese people. It's slackers I hate. <laughs> right. I mean, I was watching going, these are, these are 20-somethings who, I mean, you know, the, the, the main character, his problem is that his father and his wants him to get a job. And he, does, he doesn't want to take time away from playing video games to go to the job interview. Right, I think you might be over. I don't think I would it. like this show. That's how it starts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Yeah. It's... So he uh, lost me immediately, and then uh, and then everybody vanishes, and they're in some kind of uh, game situation. Tweet in, let us know what you thought of Alice in Borderlands. Um, There's some interesting things. I went to. Just... Uh... Oh. No, go ahead. No, keep talking about it. I'll I'll hold my thought. Well, it's not that. I, well, he, he, 
when when at, at some point, spoiler alert, everybody on Earth vanishes, leaving just these three uh, smelly looking sm slacker guys. <laughs> but there's a they 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 cause a car accident because they're just acting like goofballs, not even like doing anything really interesting. And um, they cause a car accident, so they, they run away from the police and hide in a bathroom stall in a subway station, which probably is a better experience in Tokyo than it is in Boston. <laughs> but it's still kind of gross. Then, then, all, then every, while they're in the bathroom, all three of these guys hiding from the cops, everybody on Earth vanishes. Um, when they run into the, the subway... And 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 they sneak into the subway, and then they come out, and they discover that everybody has vanished. It is all one shot. And so, I was watching it, and I was wondering, do you guys have any? Does doing something in one shot, does it do anything except catch the attention of film professors and filmmakers? I mean, does it do anything? Does it does it have a a, a narrative function? Does it give you a different feeling about something, or is it just something you? You notice if you made movies and you know how hard it is. Uh, that's actually a really good point because I thought, is this all one take? Should I go back and look at it? Uh, I think that's exactly what I did. Right. And, and then that made me think, why? So I, right. I just watched it again. But I, and so basically I was like, so during this period of time, and it wasn't like there's a whole bunch of, of individual shots, but during this period of time, they had to have a whole bunch of extras vanish. Right. And I thought, well, that must have been an interesting day. Right, right. But that's, I mean, but I'm not sure that it gives, does it Does it make you feel like something is really happening? Like, do you think it has any impact or is it just filmmakers showing off? Um, of course, it's filmmakers showing off. I mean, that's what filmmakers do. That's like the nature of filmmaking is trying to create spectacle and things that really attract your eye, right? No. No, it's not? No. No, it's not. It's about telling stories. Well, it's I mean, about getting people immersed in in into a story right. so that they forget that it they're might, watching a film. And you could argue it might have to do with like the subject matter of like the one take movie. Because I mean, what was that one that came out? Because there was like you've got like Birdman, right? Which was the big famous one. But then there was Wh also that one? one that came out last year, the war the war movie, like nineteen seventeen. 1917. And I think that that is yeah, like Birdman too. It's just the only other movie I could think of. But I think that's a really great point because, like, doing a one shot is great if it propels a story. And clearly, in 1917 for Cassandra, it did. Yeah, I thought it was gimmicky, but no, I actually didn't see it. But, um, <laughs> but, but no, John, I saw it in the theater. One of the last things I saw in the theater too. Yeah. So like, it was just fun. But like, um, something like Children of Men. Uh, which is a great movie that has some really long takes in it. And you watch it, and it wasn't until, like, maybe some film people are, like, really attuned to that, but it wasn't until I watched it the second and third time that I was like, oh, shit, that was, like, a single take. And, like, the fact that they they created this one take and didn't draw attention to it the way that um, 
was it one with Kira Knightley where she's walking on the beach, you know? Um, Bend it like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. No, uh, the yeah. period drama one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Par- Atonement. No. Atonement. Atonement. Where where it was like very sort of uh, highlighted. I mean, there there are times when it it becomes highlighted, and uh, maybe that was the the case for John with uh, Alice in Borderlands. You know, uh, it it shouldn't take away from the story. It should only add to the story. Right. Yeah, um, that's I, like it is a uh, an older film hangover. Like mm-hmm. uh, Touch of Evil has like a ten minute opening shot that sets yeah, up with a big the movie crane shot, and yeah, you know, like there's there's like classic movies that use long, complicated takes as a way to like look. You paid for a movie. You're sitting in the theater. You got a babysitter. We're not just doing TV coverage. Like we're fucking. We got we shot for days to, to get this right. Mm-hmm. Like the like the player has like a twelve minute opening right. shot. That's in like, in direct response to a Touch of Evil, you know. Yeah, but I, you know, I was just thinking of um, like long single takes where the camera doesn't move and you just like watch like a long scene. I was Actually, watching. A, there's this a, a scene in the Karate Kid where it's just like a a long dialogue scene between Mr. Miyagi and. Uh, Danny or whatever his name is, and it's like it's like a seven minute dialogue scene that has like a, a couple moves in it, and it's like really cool. And it's like you're right there in the moment, and you don't even notice it. But if you watch it again, you'll be like, oh shit, that's like like interesting filmmaking, you know, without flash. Yeah, it's sort of like in songwriting, like when you modulate up a half step, like every soft rock song like at the end everyone just walks up a half step and everything gets a little higher and like if you use it in every song it becomes monotonous so like if every movie used the same all right we're gonna have a 12 minute continuous take like it has to be used surprisingly yeah yeah and i I used to like i I know there's this canadian show called 19-2 that i never watched an episode of but one of their scenes showed up on Reddit and it was an active shooter at a high school and it was all one take. And it was like the way to shoot it where it's all about, it's like a cop show. It's just like cops show up and you follow the cops behind them. Like you're a documentary crew as they enter a school where there's a kid shooting up the place. And it's fucking unbelievable. Like you don't want to shoot it. Like I couldn't imagine it any other way, but then again, like, my friend's cousin just made her short film because she's of an age where women are now like, I got to make a short film. Something's got to happen. And stupid it's women. It's, you know what I mean? Women. They're fucking stupid. But um, <laughs> it's like. There goes. There goes University of Tennessee for you. There you go. Oh, I could drive inwards. And it's like two. It's a it's a guy and a girl <laughs> talking about their youth. And it's all shot one shot. And I was like. Yeah, you should have got coverage, and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. every camera boo boo and every flubbed line. Like, uh, no, you should. No, it has to be motivated, it. and that, and that's why like children of men is a perfect example of like where you make something seamless, and even though they did put cuts in there that we didn't see, it's like there's something very visceral about it, and it it merited being. You, you know, you feel. I I think. Uh, uh, who is it? Tyson said that it, it feels like it's a real thing. You know, uh, they feel like reality, a single take, uh, a single long take. 
And that that is true as long as it's done well and not done gratuitously. So, yeah, doesn't eighth grade begin with that girl doing one of her Snapchat videos? Oh and it's, it's, it's just it, and it's music, no edits. And it's her. So great in that. But she's just talking to the camera and she's going <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> and anyway, she's giving and, yeah. and it's so it's like the perfect way to, to do it. A really great movie. Yeah. So, John, yeah. I agree with you that 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 particular shot was gimmicky. The to me, no, it's not that it was gimmicky. I didn't say it was. It, it's just I was just wondering what the if there's anything that it adds. Like I'm well, not sure but, that. But it, by it, you saying that is sort of saying like you're just doing it for the gimmick, you know. But my point is that that show is is a it's an anime. It's an an it's a live action uh, series based on an anime that was based on a manga. And it really feels that way. So there, there's a very heightened sort of drama um, that I like. I'm not a big anime person, but like I thought, like oh, I, this captures a lot of the stuff of anime and like sort of, sort of problem solving, plotty sort of puzzle stuff. Um, and I thought the I thought it was I, I enjoyed it. Um, my relative who um, I, I can't reveal. Uh, ww ww uh loved it and uh and so that i i think that's probably why i'm skewed to enjoy it because uh we bonded over that me and ww yeah. great yeah. i um i went to a, a japanese market today in torrance oh my my <laughs> My cross-ethnic um, metal is on its way to your door. Um. What? Does oh, wait, that how did you get the torrents from Echo Park? That's that's like that's the oh, big. Oh no, story. no, you, you take the five. Uh, it, and... No, you got to get like the one one to the one five or something. Like oh, that. I don't know. I don't know. Did you not go I... there? No, I just well, I wasn't driving. Oh, you took subway. Attention. Oh. Uh, and what did you oh, buy? Yeah. Oh, did the pendant owners drive? Pendant owner drove. Oh, yeah. okay. That, there we go. The pendant owner. Pendant owner. Pendant owner. Pendant. What is the what pendant? What is the pendant owner drive? Oh, um, oh no, 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 don't tell us. Let's, let's guess. Let's guess. Let's guess. He's a locations person. <laughs> they yeah. are yes. a locations person. Yeah. Um, is it a? Uh, is it in the Honda family? No. It's a pickup no. truck. It's a no, not a, locations. No. no American. Is it? No. 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 Who drives American? Locations. Wow. Trumpies. Yeah. So, so it's not a if Honda. It, is, is it? If it's is it a Toyota? No. No. So is it a Korean car? No, it's a European. Is it European? No. Is it no, is it a is not. it a Yugo? Is he drives a Yugo? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dating yourself every chance you can get. What 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 why there's no Hugos on the road anymore? No, John. No. It's not nineteen eighty two. If you take really good care of that car, it can last until like nineteen ninety four. Are we done guessing or did, did Is it a luxury car? Wait, wait. You're saying it's no, not... but honestly, it feels like one. Oh, oh well, if you're coming from a Kia Soul, 
That's the love. Right yes. There. Well, Kia Soul is basically oh, a shrunken okay. down ice cream So we're truck. talking about a Hyundai. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to pay extra to get it to stop playing La Cucaracha. Yeah. Why are these Mexican kids chasing me? Go away. I just want to do comedy at UCB. Leave me alone. And you finally get it to stop and it plays music box dancer. I, I'm, I'm stumped. It's, is it an Audi? Well, she, no. she just said it's not a Honda. It's not a Toyota. It's not from Korea. And it's not from Europe. So what, It's from uh, Japan. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, oh, Nissan. It's Nissan. Nissan. No, it's a, it's a Honda. It's a Honda. I started a with a Honda, you Mazda. Fuckwit. It's a Mazda. Mazda. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There the, we uh, go. The CX, the CX5. CX5. Oh, yeah. five, baby. Cinco. Rocking the Cinco. 21.5. No money down. Get in here. We're at. Uh... All right. <laughs> We've achieved maximum podcast. Okay. Tune in. Uh, still, it's fine, baby. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, the uh, episode two of Buzzsaw 3. Uh, something. Anyways, so I wrote, I rode shotgun in this uh, Mazda seat warmers on Ooh, yeah, um, over to Torrance. Leather? Yeah, totally. I test drove one of those. That's a good car. That's nice. Yeah. No, no, no shame in that. The, the CX3 is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what my ex drives. Did you go to Siwa Market? Siwa? No, I went to um, Mitsuwa. Mitsuwa. Mitsuwa and Torrance. Is that in Torrance? Yeah, well, there's Mitsuwa's everywhere. There's Mitsuwa in Alhambra. There's Mitsuwa in West LA. Yeah. Oh. Marty, this Mitsuas, and he mentions the four that there are in Southern California. They're everywhere. There's four everywhere. in a city of I 10 million people. I mentioned two. Yeah. So, so four. Um, it was really, it was really cool in there. Um, and a lot of pickle, um, pickle I, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I tried um, mochi donuts. What? Mm. Oh, how was that? It that was. Sounds, it, it was redundant. It was like a donut, but like just so much chewier. Yeah. And so, I got mango flavored and it was ooh. fucking delicious. Mochi is, is pounded rice flour that is nice and chewy. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes, was it filled with, oh, it was filled with mango. No, it, it just had mango, mango oh, flavor. I see, I see. Okay. Everything about it was a donut. I it see, was, I see. It was It was awesome. Very, oh, that's awesome. And yeah. And then and I had some sushi too because, you know. When in Rome, when in Torrance, when in Torrance. mochi yeah. donuts. I've it, never it, had one. It was really good. The place was called it because it's in that little food court area that they have, mm. and it was called uh, Moto Hawaii. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of mochis connected. It looks like a like a DNA strand. Like, yeah, it looks like kind of like a bumpy like cock ring. Yeah, yeah. it looks like something for your dog or something that John and his wife. To and it's spice new, up their love right? life. Cassandra? Bingo, bingo. It's new. <laughs> the market Whatever is new. What I say. I'm gonna put on they the mochi do? donut. Now you put on lipstick on your Never nips. Mind. Let's do I'm, it. Let's get let's get some care. loving made. I don't know. I don't know if the mochi this is my video? first time at this place. The only reason I got it is because it had such a long line. Like because I was in the little food court area and it was like lunchtime, and I was like, okay, well, where is everybody else eating? Right. And I, I was like, that's the longest line. So that's and where I want to go. Why like, are we all wearing these stupid masks? 
Let's all like yeah. sing for freedom. No, if you're somewhere new, I'm not the only person who does who does this. Where it's like I'm somewhere new. There's a lot of options. Where should I go? Well, that one's fucking popular, so obviously it's got the best food. And I'm yeah, not going to wear. Go masks. where the line is. Yeah, oh, that, they look so. Good. Oh wait, so they take. How do they hold the mochis together? Are they like? Because mochis beans are little, r- like little round rice beans. Like they're made out of rice, but they look like a giant squishy bean. Yes, they come like it's together. And I mean, I'm assuming they're held together by normal dough because it still has the taste of a donut. Yeah, it's not so like they, a whole thing like a chewy mochi. It's like a mixture of the two. They take a bunch of mochi balls and they form them into a circle of what looks like seven or eight mochi balls, and then they dip mm-hmm. it in dough and fry it. Oh, that sounds so fucking yummy. awesome. So, so yummy. So I had a All mango right. one, and then there was also like a s'mores and a peach one. Um, so highly recommend next time you're in Torrance. Oh, there's one in Irvine. Oh, there, wait, there's one in downtown LA. Oh, I'm going tomorrow. Fuck yeah. Yay, cool. I love mochi. They're one of, it's one of my favorite things. I just like mochi. Really? Yeah. Why? But maybe I. It might be that I've only uh, had the mochi ice cream. Maybe. I, no. Maybe if it was just a cold, a warm mochi, just a chewiness. I don't. It does, it oh does, yeah, eat it while it's hot. Yeah. It hot is. mochi. I guess I've never hot had mochi. That. Uh, hot mochi. I had a I had a Japanese girlfriend, and there's like a little actually like a little mochi grill you put over your uh, stove, like the flame. And then you take mochis and you toast them and they like puff up. They get brown. Oh, they were selling those. They were yeah, selling yeah, those. Yeah. And it oh, was like wow. all like New Year's and stuff. They so sold them at the they, I was like, do I need to own this? And they puff up and you, and Japanese people dip them in tea or they dip them in like sugar and soy sauce. Like they're kind of more like a afternoon snack. And oh, I, I hate mochi ice cream. I'm not a big fan, but I love just regular mochi. And it sounds like, Mochi donuts are my jam. Oh, yeah. Tyson yeah. says that the mochis are held together with mutual respect and admiration. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there's one coming to Diamond Bar. It's near our studios. We can go when we open up. Friend oh, of the show, cool. JP, asks, anyone watch Death to 2020 on Netflix? No, I saw it. Oh, I saw it. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. What, John? I saw it. He yeah, said, I, saw I enjoyed it. I didn't watch it. I watched it, but I didn't staged. saw it. Yes, it made me wonder if yeah. we'll be getting lots more Talking Head documentaries as we figure out which productions are easiest in a COVID era. Uh, and which brings me to the next uh, segment here that I want to go Subject through. Subject two is the easiest thing to do, starring Marty. What? No, no. This is not. Coming at you in three years. Ah! Hard. Oh, the hard balls. Yeah, hard you balls. gave us a little bit of warning. Okay, that you don't have to actually. You don't have to warning. reveal all the, the inner workings. You can just go with it in the way that improvers do. Oh, um, we're on a group text now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So uh, I just wanted to sort of do a little hardball review of. 2020 and and beyond it's been a crazy year we've uh we can get into our favorite uh, this being the last show of 2020 we can get into our favorite uh, music and tv and films and all that stuff 
but I wanted to start with some hardballs. So what's uh, what's the one thing you learned during COVID quarantine? We don't need to go to Marty's house to do this podcast. But I but how am I supposed to fondle you? Your weird food that no one likes and your wife's fetish with us taking off our shoes. It's just, it's over. I'm wearing my shoes right now and I'm fucking loving every minute of it. Cassandra? I'll come, I'll come back to your place, Marty. Um, I love you, Steve. <laughs> I love you too, Marty. I learned who my real fucking friends are. Um, <laughs> John and not Steve or Marty. Not just us. John. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess I learned um, um, I think it does have something to do with like the relationships that I keep in my life. I'm kind of like I didn't like lose any friends but I'm also just I was made hyper aware of people who I'm like Oh yeah, like if they invite me to a birthday party, don't go. Yeah, don't have to. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and yeah. uh, I was able to kind of see like who I really miss and who I, and also like how many of my friends like kind of just don't give a fuck and are kind of like super selfish. I learned that as well, like just by watching people's instagrams and how they handle the pandemic i don't know like, I how, do about you, other people like how do you mean like super selfish do you mean that like they just didn't respond to people or they're just like this is well, my... like, i'm talking like because like look everyone operates by their own set of rules when it comes to like quarantining because there's I no actually, consistency I in actually factor everyone else's and... rules to make my own rules but go on regardless everyone knows what they for people know what they're comfortable with and they make their own rules and at the end of the day, if I'm going to a park and I'm going to be around, my, my pod is five people, including me. You're not going to ever fucking see a picture of all five of us together. Why on earth would I do that? It's disrespectful. And so I feel like a lot of people are still posting stories and all this kind of shit yeah. where they're out in public yeah, and yeah. Out in bars or they're hanging out with seven or eight people. And it's like, who knows? Maybe you guys all fucking got tested and like really planned this out as a group, all seven or eight of you. But like, even still, keep it to like, your fucking self. Read the room. Read the fucking room. Yeah, like so, uh, yeah, I have trouble watching some YouTube videos of like creators where they're like, "Oh, we just teamed up with so and so and so and so," and they're just like high fiving in a room together. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, it's in the people uh, who are throwing weddings and the people like, I don't care what your state's like, if your state allows this and other places don't like, I'm just learning a lot more about other people through quarantine than I that I kind of didn't and like humanity and like who I know and who I don't. Yeah, it's, that's probably what I've been learning the most. It's interesting, because like, there was, um, there was a, a couple a married couple and one guy's English, one is Korean and they're YouTubers. Very popular. One guy has, uh, the guy has like 3 million uh, followers. The other, his wife has like, you know, whatever, I don't know, quarter million, uh, three quarters of a million, 700,000 followers. They went to Korea and they violated the quarantine 
and basically they had people come up and visit for the wife's birthday. They filmed it all. They put posted it, and they got canceled because they violated. Yeah, you know, and so like it, it seemed a little dramatic. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking influencer. Fucking influence people to be good, you know? It's Yeah, it's just, again, I don't give a fuck. Maybe you all got tested. Maybe you're all Kim Kardashian and you went to the private island and everyone got tested. And yada, yada, yada. Read the room. There are so many people who have, are dead right now yeah. and so many people who are sick and so many people who work in hospitals and like all these kinds of things. Or like work in service jobs and lost yeah, everything. Or, or who don't work at all and are yeah. like, you know, like four, five, six, nine months past rent. Like, don't post a picture of your friends and you and the risk you decided to take because brunch got reopened. Yeah. It's a the perfect like, time to shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. Yeah. John, our That's little baby girl's all grown up now. Listen to her. She's talking almost like an adult. John, it's what- so amazing to track this arc from self-obsessed, narcissistic. 28 year old to like <laughs> to oh my god don't 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 fully don't, don't take the fully bait. grounded cassandra don't take the bait you're better no, than it, that take no take it go for it tell no. them what tell them what's for john uh, what did you learn during i just don't know when i've ever been self-obsessed john what did you learn during covid well i was i'm really sorry but uh, i'm not sure that i learned anything because i knew it all before Guys, this is, this right, is moving your on third to question two. Pandemic, John. I understand. Well, no, we used to call it eighteen. The fucking black plague. It was, there was one in the twelve hundreds. They don't talk about it anymore. It was just a. It was just in New Hampshire when he was forced to eat his twin brother in nineteen eighteen <laughs> after the flu pandemic. Little John, John. He was uh, my twin brother. I had to eat him for sustenance during the uh, the great uh, potato famine of seven uh, three. <laughs> no, John. Did, well, did, I, I really, I really, uh, I, I, I didn't. It's not, not any, any like specific thing. I, I, I really, uh, I'm really glad that I'm married to my wife. Uh, and that's I'm, nice. I'm, yeah, no, it's, it's. I'm, I'm a very big much, fan. We're very compatible, um, and uh, I couldn't imagine being um, alone or, or with anybody else as much as we've been together. I also, I mean, we're lucky enough to have a big enough, or I have an office, you know, so I can be away from everybody, which is good. Space uh, is, is like that. I think that was my big revelation of like having space is such a privilege. And, you know, uh, my sister knows somebody in New York who's a writer who lives in a studio with two kids in Manhattan and like two toddlers in Manhattan being oh a writer. God. Yeah. And the kids, they used to put the kids out in the, in the hallway to play and now they can't, you know, right. can you imagine how fucking like insane that no, might that's be? Crazy. That Look, is- I know Joyce Carol Oates is having a tough run, but you know, she's well, got, leave her alone. She survived <laughs> two weeks. I, I see Martin leave liked her. one of her tweets today and I'm like, Oh, thank God she's alive. I didn't kill her. What, what was her husband's name? Uh- John, Carol Oates. John, John Carol Oates. John Carol Oates. John Carol Oates. <laughs> Cougar Melon Camp Oates. Who fucking cares? Who played uh, the, the killer in... So it's uh, just the in, most Ivy League yeah. question of all time. In Zodiac. Who is Joe's Carol Oates' husband? Fucking cares. He died. He was a great writer. What's his name? John. John. 
Sylvain. John, John Carroll. John Carroll Oates. Uh, okay. So <laughs> next question. That's a good ass name. Next question. What, uh, what's the one thing that helped you get through the quarantine? And even though we're not through it yet. We're still soldiering through. I know Marty's answer. Yeah, Marty, what is your answer? Doing the podcast. Cocaine. Every week, you guys take me out of the darkness that is my life. (laughs) I write fiction from the point of view of a plumber. Help. (laughs) I would read that. I know. That's some fucking, that's some erotica I need. You know, let me tell you guys something. There's something I look forward to every week. I look forward to the end of this podcast every week when Marty says, thank you guys. This is what I look forward to. This is fucking over. (laughs) This is where I'd rather have COVID. Just put me in the ICU. I apologize for being earnest and honest. No, Marty, I look forward to it. Earnest. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, but I am curious. Like for me, of course, this, this is something that I look forward to. It gives me, it, it gave me structure. It gave me a sense of like reaching discipline out, outside of my uh, lowers, senior, lowers my self esteem to where no, my, it no, fills no, in my no, no. life's lowering Steve, of my self esteem. Steve, Steve, nothing can lower my self esteem. Not More you. Than, not no, no. Just me. Just me. Not WW. Yeah, uh, but. No, for sure. This is I. I'm the first to admit that this is a, a huge integral part of me getting through this time. I I appreciate all the people listening. I appreciate you three. Well, most of you three. Um, but I'm interested how you guys what what has been integral in your success, quote unquote, through this time. You know, I I don't know. I, I, I don't think that I've gotten through it. You know, that's the thing. I don't I feel like it's I think that because of what I said before, because I'm I'm uh, I'm really I, I have a really good support network. I, I have a lot of friends, but I feel like I'm so I, I haven't gone crazy yet. Like like AA. No, I no, no, yes. no. Actually, John, John does this amazing thing. He he schedules several Zoom events and uh pancake breakfasts on on new year's like he yeah, yeah. is one of the, of the greatest uh, social magnets of anyone i know and i yeah. i have joined in not enough but uh, in a few and i just it makes me so happy to see people i haven't seen in in several years and it's weird that i connect with them uh virtually when i haven't seen them in you know yeah you 10 know years. so like steve like when in remember in like in in the summer in in new england right you have a big bright light. It's surrounded by bugs. It's like that. I'm like that. I'm just ah, surrounded by. You're one of those zappas. I'm a <laughs> And then people get too close, and I. Kill Are you them. a diesel? Oh, John got me with his little snackisms. He's a real. He's going to Yale next year. He's right. a smart okay. guy. Steve, Steve, this is a real question. Like, okay. how have what's you? Have how have you? What's the one thing that has helped you through this quarantine? Uh, I, sadly, I think doing the pod, not this podcast. No, this oh, yeah. is fair, fair enough, fair enough. But the, like, all right, I want to learn something new and I want to experiment and, and try something that is a little scary for me. Cause I could do this all day. I could make fun of you three ding dongs, but the well, Subterra thing, well. my wife got me a Subterra 
uh, poster for Christmas. And I was like, oh, wow, a poster of a show I worked on that I'm actually not embarrassed. It's, I don't have the poster of this, the uh, inspectors behind me. That you co-created. And I'm like, yeah, like I made it. And it's actually not bad. And I enjoyed doing it. So that was a ton of fun trying new things yeah. and finding a, an audience. Cassandra, aside from your your boyfriend, what has helped you get through this? I mean, he's new, so yeah. I wouldn't give yeah, him. I know. Credit. I'm just. I'm. I'm just trying to. He's a, he's a placeholder. I'm Don't trying to poke it and to get some more deep, some more deets. Crease <laughs> uh, over her what? Yeah, we, we've all been uh, your age like multiple times. We know what's going on. We understand. Um. Yeah. Um. I was a thirty-year-old woman at one point. Yeah. Sucks. Um. I don't know. I uh. I'm in between two, Marty. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, wait. Say that again. I'm in between two things. I'd say, um, cooking. I've been. I mean, I always liked to cook, but like, I you know I got an Instapot this year and like some fun choppy gadgets and like things to learn how to yeah i haven't done like the sourdough or the banana bread but like i've just been like challenging myself like to cook more interesting things um and that's been really fun uh and then i've been you know it's been fun to just be creative and write a lot uh (laughs) to be creative and to be correct a lot no, to write a lot. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm writing a lot. Okay, okay. I've been writing and I didn't have time so much to write before. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I have time to write. And so I was able to, even we did the buzzsaw, which was fun for me. You are a fabulous writer. Right? For sure. Thank you. Um, And then, you know, like, I don't know. I've been getting meetings that I wasn't getting before. So I guess people have time to read my scripts now. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Um, Okay. Yeah. The last hardball is make a prediction about what's in store for us in 2021. And please don't be flippant. I, I want something like that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can be funny, but but don't don't yeah, don't Kruger. Right. 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 Dinosaurs. Um, anybody jump in? Marty. Okay. I want to hear your prediction first. Um. Well, I just don't think you know. I think that. Uh, Joe Biden um, has been hailed as like this sort of remedy for Trumpism. And I just don't think he's that person. I think there'll be a lot of backlash. I think there will be uh, a continued um, persistence of Trumpism in some form. I don't know how, but uh, the country's not going to be doing well because we're going to face a lot of econo- economic hardships and uh covid issues in 2021 that aren't going to be solved in time um just because we were too slow to react to the situation so things are going to get worse before they get better and i think that um uh trump is going to dodge a lot of that responsibility that is my prediction sorry you fuckers all right. Here's, right. This, this is here. I'm going to make two very bold predictions. Okay. One, 
is that before the inauguration, probably on the day of inauguration, there will be an assassination attempt on Donald Trump. <gasps> By Eric Trump. Well, no, I think I think it will be probably be staged by yes. his orangeness right. himself. Because when you if you think if you think like Roy Cohn slash Roger Stone slash Manafort slash Trump, you think what is the worst possible thing I can do to the other side? I can almost die and blame it on them. Martyr myself. Yeah, but but I won't. And then I'll say, oh, if they tried to kill me, even yeah. though. It'll be fucking Eric instantly that he didn't. And it was Eric. Right. So that's that's my and and if he doesn't do it, then Putin will do it because Putin is trying to smash this country just like we basically defeated the Soviet Union. And and I was surprised that they didn't that there was no uh, election uh, interference. But now we're we're at a point where uh, in this country. The, the, what Trump has done is, uh, among many, many other things that are really damaging this country, is he has uh, not, we don't have a peaceful transfer of power. This is the most powerful country on the planet with the most powerful military. And every four to eight years, uh, up until now, we have had a peaceful transfer of power based on an election. And this fucking guy has ruined that. And he's going to be have to be dragged out of the White House because he's an idiot. And um, there's a day when it's not really clear who's in charge. And there's an hour and a minute when it's not really clear who's in charge. And if, if I was uh, in charge of a country that didn't like us, I would do something about that. So that's something to look for because I think the... the oh. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing that I'll say uh, that uh, I think is actually less likely is that Facebook will be broken up by uh, in one year in some way. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And I think I have to say my son came back. Right. And and I was really just totally surprised by how relieved I was. Like there was some anxiety at my core that I didn't I wasn't even aware of because he was off some and I didn't know what was going on. It was a pandemic. We told you what was going on. I, he No, he didn't very communicate very much. Fuck. He's getting fucked, and so, but fucking uh, and fucking, he's just fucking all the time. But and mm -hmm. he didn't want to take time off to talk to me during his experience of having multiple orgies. Were you? Day. No, but I felt I was worried. Dad, now, come on! Now he's here. I'm fucking. I'm busy right <laughs> now. I'm getting my dick sucked. I can't concentrate on this conversation. I'm fucking somebody. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl or whatever. It doesn't I'm matter. Get off fucked. the They're at the bottom of the milking table. I don't know what I'm in. An ass, a pussy, a mouth. It doesn't matter. I'm going to come. It's a round robin. Ropes right. of jism, Dad, that you helped make. You uh, are the progenitor. Progenitor. I got to tell you something. That when I say it, it feels a little gross. When you say it, I want to. I just want to fucking die. It's so disgusting. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a compliment. Um, yeah. So so I think that once uh, Trump is no longer president, I think that there's something inside of me that will release a little bit. Because he, I mean, being president is very, very powerful. And that guy is completely irresponsible, total narcissist and nuts. And once, once it, the power is out of his hands, I will feel a lot better. 
Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Who wants to go next? Thanks. Cassandra, Steve. Uh, predictions. The question predictions for twenty twenty one. Uh, Cam Newton is out as quarterback. Okay, no, no. Patriots. Remember that's when I sure. said like, don't do something flippant well, and, yeah, and I, silly. You know? That's not flippant. That's no, I'm. He's predict- out. He's out. He's out. Yeah. Uh, these are the people who are going to die in 2021. Oh, no. uh, Bill Cosby, Henry oh. Kissinger, Rupert Murdoch, Bob Barker, Jim Carroll, uh, Robert Blake, Roman died, Polanski, died. Don King, Jerry Lee Lewis, Robert Wagner, uh, Woody Allen's going to die, Dick uh, Cheney's going to die, Chapman, uh, Maxine Waters is going to die, Jimmy Carter's oh, going to die. Night. Uh, Norman Lear is going to die. Uh, Hal Halbert's going to die. Um, yeah, I, George, I just named three people who died and that I did. George know Soros died. is going to die. Uh, Clint Eastwood's going to die. R. Kelly's going to die. O.J. Simpson's going to die. Walter okay, Mondale no, no, no. is going to die. Hey, hey, Steve, Steve. When I said I'm sorry, take what? it seriously, it was really to take it seriously. Oh, Bill Clinton's going to die. No, no, um, no, okay. Cassandra. No. Cassandra. Charlie Sheen's going to die. <laughs> Ruth Gator Burns. Oh, she's dead. Ruth I Gator Burns Gee. <laughs> Is Ray gonna die. Peter Gersberg. Okay. Okay. You know hey, Logan Paul is gonna Kruger. leave us. No, Kruger, if you're gonna just be flippant, just let somebody else talk who has something interesting to say. <laughs> I listen, here's the thing. I I have a great faith in the power of Kruger on this podcast. And I will be surprised if any of those people survive 2021. No, they're all dead. Uh, sorry, Logan. Yeah. Cassandra, sorry, sorry, buddy. do you have predictions for 2021? Uh, 2021, we'll all still be in masks um, by the end of the year. Oh, December God. 2021, we'll all still be having to wear masks. Mark my words. Um, I uh, Some scientist is going to go, why are we giving vaccines to 101-year-olds? This is like dumb, right? Um, and someone will say that when, like, on a hot mic. I'm, I'm um, yeah, and, you just uh, did. I no, I'm not a scientist, so I can say that all I want. And I also am curious. And you're also give me my vaccine. I mean, I'm not saying I deserve it before, like, the person who works at Ralph's or a grocery but store. But that old lady. I mean, she's a like, hundred. Cool. I mean, like, seriously, she had a great oh, life. Ladies who like lives off of Dr. Pepper, like better not get vaccinated before me. Yeah, you killed um, it. You killed it in your hundred and four years. Sorry, you're going to be coughing, coughing during the last six months of your life. All right, all right. that's um, that's those are the words of Cassandra C- Cardenas at Cass so Cardenas. We're going to still be wearing masks. <laughs> um, I I believe trashy trashy will sub surpass nooner in popularity if it hasn't already oh it has it has um, because erica is a comedic gem she's super funny i'll probably be too famous to be on this podcast but i'll do well, it to keep me humble i mean the way that like uh, andy richter is famous like who you think i'm gonna get andy richter famous i'm conan bro <laughs> uh, this is Birdbank uh, comedy here yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, maybe I'll pay off my car. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> One commercial is all it takes, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I um, got in a, a Facebook. I might get my credit score to over 700 right. in 2021. Hey. I don't know. Um, I'll let you guys know when it is. I'll bring a bell and everything. All right. Well, here we go. Um, 
Thanks for those hardballs. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. So the first also, question Paula is... Dean is going to die. Uh, Phil okay, Spector is okay, going to okay, die. Sh- Noam Chomsky is going to die. Yeah, Liza yeah. Minnelli is going to die. Everybody knows that they're going to die. Those, that's like the easiest... <laughs> that's the easiest uh, death list in the world. Robert Walters yeah, no, is going to no, no, die. No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. He said Logan Paul. Isn't he young? Courtney no, Love is going to die. No, no, no. But the, 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 the one that he just going to die. So the first question is for Cassandra. So Cassandra... She's not here. What? This is the best bit. No, ask it. Ask it. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll answer, this, sir. No, no. Yeah. This, this, says, As she. this is from Corey. Corey, who's emailed several times. He uh, says, um, I think it's he. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Hello, John and the rest. John, this is Thank for you. you. Yes. Excellent. Fantastic. I-, I see a lot of movie trailers while trying to s- decide on what movie to watch. Most of the trailers that I see look good, but sadly, the movies often are not. Yes. Do you have any advice, John and the rest, uh, on how to tell if it is just a good trailer or a good movie? For example, usually when a trailer has a long list of actors, it doesn't end up being good. Sorry right. if this isn't a great question because movies can be subjective. No, this is a great question. This is, goes into marketing. It's not about movies. It's, it's about marketing. John. Yes. Well, well, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is there there are some people who have a really good batting average. Uh, and so uh, they're, they're directors and producers and stars who tend to pick good material and then end up being in good movies most of the time. And, you know, uh, uh, Tom Hanks is, is one of those people. Um, and um, so, you know, that's that's one way to sort of figure out if they tend to be in good movies like Brad uh, Bradley Cooper tends to be in in good projects right uh, um, alias in, who alias alias I, I I the couple of episodes I watched of alias were good you know I, I, mean, I like what's... your nose huh wasn't he in the stars born yeah yeah he, he was wrote it and directed it he wrote and directed he didn't it, write it. Did he write it? I, I, I guess that would be the the thing that I would um I would suggest, and then you know, just want to get another look at you. Look, find 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 a uh, find somebody who, say, who does year end movies and and lists movies that you've seen that you like, as opposed to like the uh, the critic for the uh, the snobby times that only picks movies that are at the uh, that nobody watched at Sundance. Oh, the watch. snobby times! Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a long time subscriber. <laughs> so Why that's what I real. Welcome to the snobby times. I don't. Something I don't, that I don't, no one ever watched on Sundance. I don't know what. Uh, I, I. It's hard to tell from from uh, trailers. Trailers are made to make everything look good. Watch movies on IFC. All those IFC movies are pretty good. Has can you think of a trailer that has been like respectful yeah. of the story and still really compelling? Well, you know, I have to say, City. Uh, City. There's a, a John Sales movie called City of Hope. I think it's called. And it had the worst trailer ever, and it was a really good movie. And nobody went and saw it, and I went and saw it, and I was surprised at how good it was. With Patrick Swayze? No, no, no. John City. Sayles' movie with, no. He Who was in City of Hope? City of Hope was not directed by John Sayles. It was directed by that English dude. Well, City of something. It was uh, City, of... 
City John of Something. Sales, Everybody Sales. watch City of Something. That's what we're going to watch for next week. It's okay? directed City by John Sales or someone else. No, you're thinking of the one where Patrick Swayze is in like a third world country and there's a flood. You know, that's, I think that's called City of Hope. City of Hope. I, I think I, I worked in, that was when I worked in a video store and I was like, I'm not going to watch that one. Vincent oh, yeah. Spano, Tony LaBianca, Stephen Modelo. City and of City Hope. of Hope was directed by John Sayles, but there's a different, there's an, another, another City, City of, Hope. of Hope. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. What? That's crazy. How can they have two movies with the same what? title? Oh my God. No. The one I'm talking about is from 1991. Mm. There were two fatal attractions in the same year? That's crazy. Oh, the City of Hope is a documentary. No, maybe it's. Wait a minute. Wow, maybe that trailer know. really worked on you, John. You just like locked it in the vault. It's City of Hope. There's no the other trailer. No, no, no. Go on, go on, Cassandra. Finish your thought. You know what's dumb is that I, as I was speaking, joy. I was sorry, like, sorry, sorry. City of Joy is the Patrick Swayze. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And who is that directed oh, by? Shut up, Steve. I'm wrong. Who I'm is that directed by? Which one? Roland Joffe. He's yeah. British. I get Roland Joffe and, and John Sales confused all the time. Yeah, they're both British. John Seals is not British. Sure, he is. Oh no, my God! Not. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we got a bunch of emails from uh, Anthony Charles, uh, who has been Yay! super great about giving us lots of stuff. I can't go through everything, um, but I do have a um, a recording here. So I'm going to play it. I have not listened to this. So this is a... Please bleep the N-words. Oh, Jesus. I, I can't. I don't know how. Okay, here we go. Hi, everybody. This is Anthony from Moab, Utah. And if you'll let me a second... N-word, N-word, N-word. So the other night, my doctor recommended me to take an Epsom, Epsom salt bath. So I did. Mm -hmm. And while I was sitting in the bath, I noticed something. Um, so something that blew my mind, and it will blow every woman's mind on the planet if they can hear this. So you have the spout to the tub that lets in the water. You have the plug at the bottom. In between those two, there is an overflow. And what you can do is if you put your thumb on the top of that, and your four fingers on the bottom, and then you slowly twist clockwise or counterclockwise in 180 degrees, right? What that does is it allows you to get about two to three more inches of water in your bathtub. Ooh. Oh my God. I thought that was going to be something like weirdly sex like oriented. Like then you Why stick weirdly? it in your butt and I was, you get. I mean, yeah, that guy yeah. edged me. Like I was just about to come. What? Yeah. What? No, That's no. But... Tip. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. tall, so like it's hard to fit in bathtubs hell, with enough water. Yeah. No, the overflow thing is like one thing I learned. Like, yeah, you just plug that up, and you you get deep ass uh, tub action. What? What? Yuck! All right, John. Seriously, 
I'm just John. It's a bathtub. Yeah. Okay. The thing that your nurse puts you in three times a week. <laughs> the device your Real wife loads you into that lowers you into it during uh, yeah. physical therapy for all your ailments, right? You remember that? Yeah. No. Uh, I, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks. It's so a smaller version of the water that you do your aerobics class in. Uh, you put on your swimming costume. Your wife helps you into that, and she lowers you into the Epsom salt bath. Uh, and the jets come on, and the yeah. pain goes away. Chair. The greater point. Shower. That's the bathtub. The greater point is if is if you record yourself, you're going to be on the podcast. So please, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I have no filter. The N word, because then you might not get in the university. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Go fighting volunteers. Volunteers, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yuck. I've actually spent the night at the University of Tennessee before because I was in a theater competition in middle school, and we went to nationals, and it was held at the University of Tennessee, and so I slept in a dorm, and I was in middle school, and it was scary. You sound like you're still in middle school. I stopped maturing after that night because I of stopped maturing very after that night. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it was my only time ever spending uh, nights in a dorm room was uh, in middle school. So Aww. I had that real college experience. Hey, Kruger, Thanks. how did your how did your weird diet go? Good. It was fun. So what, what what was your diet? Explain. Uh, just eating unprocessed healthy food and no drinking, mean? no what? What is unprocessed food? Like not just processed, Marty. No, I'm, food I'm... that has not been processed. Like just vegetables and proteins and no uh, flour. You know, flour is processed. So just whole. Just it was not a thing. It was just a thing. Yeah, and and who just, who was the um. Where was the gen- What was the genesis of this? Uh, uh, it was my wife's uh, super crush, uh, Lacey. I'm sorry. Her, her spin- Lacey. She's her, it's her spinning instructor. That oh, oh, she has a massive crush on. Her spinning instructor with massive guns. Yes, uh, Lacey. Yes, a, a gal who enjoys the company of other gals very much. So. And so, is that why, like, during this time when you were in this diet, you were sending me photos of Lacey and accompanied by how much you hate her. Yes. So it was not fun. Uh, no, the dieting and hanging out with my wife is fun. The fact that she obeys this woman's early morning commands. But didn't you with, obey question, her commands too? Lacey or my wife's? Lacey. I mean, it was like her well, diet, through, right? through my wife as proxy. Yes, I did. Okay, so that's why you were like really angry about it, and I was angry because my wife gets up at three in the morning to work out with this fucking woman on the Zoom, and yet I can't get her to do anything for me. She is in a cult. She is uh, transfixed by uh, Draculia, uh, otherwise known as Lacey Stone, who is a uh, big celebrity trainer or whatever. And I believe your wife goes to her as well. Uh, not anymore. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they had a she falling out. She has a Peloton. Uh, yeah, oh, she has a Peloton. She, she bought in. She's cheap. Uh, mm. yeah, but it, it's interesting that you still, with all that bitterness, jumped into this lifestyle change. 
Well, I, I, I am in competition for my wife's affection with, with another woman. You're losing. I'm badly losing. I All don't right. have her, her guns. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, and you went through it and, and, how, did. and how was it for you? My poops were fucking works of art. Like when you eat, right. That's, you just shit like a fucking machine at Steven Cougar on Instagram. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that oh, was I worth sh- it. I shit in the yard every day. I'm not shitting in the bathroom. I'm sharing this with the world. My neighbors. Yeah. And Big dumps in the yard. And you, you did the. Your neighbors es- listen to the podcast. No, but I wanted them to see my poops. And you did the Esperanto mm-hmm. uh, alphabet with your poops. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Esperanto. Lovely. Lovely. Well done. Uh, so you. everybody should follow Lacey. What's her last name? Stone. Lacey Stone. Um. You can subscribe to her diet. Is that correct? Mm, sure. Yeah. All right. Just, and you can be as happy and as trim and toned as Steve. Because um, you're looking very good, Steve. I lost some weight. It was fun. How I much put on a lot of lose? weight? And uh, I don't weigh myself. I'm not like one well, of those. How do you know peeps? you lost weight? Because pants fit. <laughs> Because my thick American thighs would get through some skinny jeans. I'm like, all right. Okay, cool. I can fit into these. All right. Uh, You know when you're not as fat as you are. You you can tell. You just touch your belly and you're like, oh, there's less. Oh, shit. We are at, uh, we've been going for fucking two hours right now, almost. And we are ready for, um, I, I would love to know, let's all think of this for the next episode of your favorite bits of media, I'm talking about film, TV, music, anything um, for 2020 that you can share with the audience that you could actually impart wisdom to and not necessarily just uh, whatever, just, you know, say Wonder Woman, um, 1984, which we all did. Oh, Um, but in the meanwhile, we will play... What is this we're playing, John? I, it's this. This is uh, I don't know. Is it Buzzsaw? Buzzsaw three. What now? Uh, Hollywood bunch. Episode two. <laughs> what now? Hollywood sunrise. Hollywood yeah. sunrise. Hollywood sunrise. Episode two. Uh, what was what, the, what happened last episode? Because it was like yeah, a month ago. Yeah, the first episode was a a a bit of um um romantic hijinks. Cassandra? Yeah, yeah. So, so what mm-hmm. happened? Uh, we meet. We meet uh, the the people, Ricky and uh, Ray, 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 and uh, John, Jimmy, Jimmy, John, Jimmy, Carmichael's, Michael Carmichael's, nephew. John Car- Michael Carmichael's. Yeah. So, when you nephew. met all these three characters, then you were like, "Oh, I'm inspired to do." Me? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you wrote the next down. episode. I wrote the next one. So we we uh, so so John Michael Carmichael's uh, nephew was upset because uh, Santa Claus ran into uh, the rig uh, that he was working on and died, and uh, so he he's having trouble getting over it. But um, he, what kind he, of rig are you talking about? Oil oil rig oh, in the Gulf. Of Mexico, uh, because he's from Texas, as our but well, he lives in Texas. He's actually originally from Boston because he's you know related to John Michael Carmichael, and so um, uh, so that's that was sort of what was set up there. 
And then there was there was a uh, a lake. Great, great pitch, everybody. If you're listening, uh, record this. This is how you pitch a show. Uh, hello, security. Can you please escort <laughs> Mr. Sylvain out of the building? I was told there would be no um, test. <laughs> this All right, is not with a that, test. this is episode two of Buzzsaw Three. Hollywood. Mute your mics, you fucking monsters. Jesus. All right. Here we go. It is a dark and stormy night. No, really. It's dark because it's night, and it's stormy because it's stormy. I know, it's cliche, but I didn't write it. I'm just saying the words of some old white guy. Story of my life. Story of patriarchal oppression, really, but that's a story for another day. Anyway, it's a dark and stormy night and Professor Linearity makes her way from the helicopter that just landed on this strange black battleship to the man dressed in the strange black military uniform waiting for her just off the helipad. Professor Linearity, I presume. Hi, um, I'm a little... Seasick. No, I was airsick. Oh. Now that I've landed, I'm not airsick anymore. Good. Hmm. Now I'm seasick. Sorry to hear that. Professor, I'm Lieutenant Colonel Mustard of the Super Secret Force. Colonel Mustard? Lieutenant Colonel Mustard. That's like the game. Colonel Mustard. Lieutenant Colonel Mustard. What game? Never mind. Why am I here? What can I help you with? Walk with me. Okay. Fucking hairy Jesus balls! Uh, watch the bulkheads. It's easy to bang your head. Thanks for the timely warning. You're welcome. Professor, this is Dr. No. Uh, yes? No. Really? Yes. It's no. I'm a big fan of your work, Professor, and I'm glad you're here to help. With what? Well, you see... Before you explain, Doctor, I must first swear Professor Arity into Project Kringle. Uh, but of course. Does anyone have a Bible? Answer. Uh, uh, I have my classics comic version of the story of David and Bathsheba. It's near men. That is a good one. That will do. Professor, place your right hand on the comic book. Okay. You are hereby sworn into the top secret project known as Project Kringle. Do you swear to keep everything about this project secret, telling no one what you learned today? I do. What you say here and what you hear here stays here. Here, here! Yep. Go ahead, Doctor. Professor, take a look at these sonar readings. Ensign? Oh, sure. What am I seeing? This enormous form is a sonar image from a mile below us on the ocean floor. Or rather, I should say, on the floor of the Gulf of Mexico. My god. That looks like an enormous bipedal lizard. Like a T-Rex, only bigger with a much smaller head and huge spines on its back and a giant tail? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking Godzilla. Everyone knows what Godzilla looks like. That's not the important part. It's not? Ensign, enhance the image. 
Enhancing. Enhance. Enhancing. Enhance. Enhancing. Enhance. Enhancing. Enhance. Just zoom all the way in for Christ's sake. Zooming all the way in. Oh my god. That looks like miniature sleigh and could it be? Eight tiny reindeer. And that rotund bearded figure. This is really good sonar. Oh, thanks. You would know him as Santa Claus. Santa Claus. But that's just a story we tell children. The most successful cover story in the history of secret cover stories. Santa Claus is real? Yes. But he's dead. And his body and his sleigh are at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. No, not dead. Just in a state of suspended animation. Santa Claus is actually a super-powered alien life form that comes from a communist planet. It thinks that humans do not distribute wealth fairly. Thus, the presents every Christmas. Ah, it wants to overcome income inequality by giving out toys once a year. That sounds stupid when you say it like that. It sounds stupid because it is stupid. It's fucking retarded is what it is. <gasps> John Michael Carmichael Jr. What are you doing here? I heard there was trouble, so I opted to dodge that and drove down here from Bahaba to see if I could lend a helping hand. Plus, it's my fucking nephew's fault, and my sister never taught those fucking ankle babies to clean up after themselves. Also, us massholes have a soft spot in our hearts for immortal socialist aliens. You know, Santa Claus, Elizabeth Warren, JFK Jr. Be that as it may, this creature must give out toys on Christmas or else... Children around the world will be disappointed. And the treaty between the Kami aliens and the Earth will be broken. And they will come here and kill everyone who has more money than they need. <laughs> well, would that be a bad thing, really? Well, 98% of the United States has more money than they need, according to these pinkos. Okay, so where do I come in? We need to bring Santa and the advanced superluminal transport. Dr. Fancy Pants means a sleigh. And the reindeer. Yeah, we need to bring all that to the surface where Santa can come out of the coma he... It. Um, they. The coma they are in. So what's the problem? This requires careful finesse. We don't want to wake Godzilla. If you look at the sonar image, you can see that the alien and its... There. Their craft is resting on... Godzilla's groin. Just a quick question, and we can totally I mean, take this up there. Be before but you go there, I this wrote, is such a ripoff of Love Actually. It makes me so fucking pissed. I just think it's like funny that I wrote 
a love story mm-hmm. the beginning, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. suddenly now we're in Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little So I guess um, we'll see how it gets tied together. Mm, yeah, I'm excited. John, at the end of last uh, two weeks ago at the episode, you said, I had I have an idea. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. He said, who's writing the next one? John's like, I'll take it. I have an idea. <laughs> and what, what, what was it? <laughs> was it? Was it like one that you're like, this, <laughs> this inspired, this episode inspired me. Episode one inspired me for this thing. Is this what improv is? No. Is it? John? John? What? what? <laughs> John, I think the other question is, um, your distance from your mouth to your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how, what are we talking here? Cause you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, it, you know, I, it, uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. You, you, <laughs> so, you know, good luck to the next person. No, no. I, oh I, my God. Oh about, my God. About, uh, oh, don't write angry. No, no, you no, gotta no, write no, happy. No, no. Happy place. No, John, this was, was this is a holiday theme uh, thing that was like so what? perfect for the time. And it, it was on the rest of us who, who couldn't, we couldn't do it before Christmas. But um, you did on the chat. You did say, "What the fuck is wrong with my audio?" And so I, I don't know if yep. that's something that we we can uh, address together. Like, what the fuck was wrong with your audio? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think I have to get a better microphone. Um, Steve- I got. A, I got a. Uh, I got a, an arm for a microphone um, for Christmas. So maybe that'll help. Okay. Are you in the same room as the microphone you're recording in? I'm sorry, the same what? Room. Room. <laughs> room. 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 Uh, room? Uh, the same room. Don't, don't take any guff from them, John. I enjoyed it. I liked no, it. No, of course. The, I, the I absolutely enjoyed it. I liked it, it too. I'm just, I can't wait to see that makes, that makes how three we of us. together. <laughs> no, the whole point of this podcast is to give each other shit. And of course, it's with love. And, and that was, we obviously enjoyed it. We were laughing throughout the whole thing. We were well, muted. I was, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking that love actually has seven different you know, plots, and so that's that's why I thought we'd go somewhere else and do a different thing. But I think that was probably not such a good idea. No, it, it was a great idea, and we're we're going to make it work. And that's what we do as a team. That's what Merps do. Merps look after Merps. Guys, every improv troupe in the world that has ever existed, they all have a John. All right, so Steve, so Steve, next one is oh, yours. Wait. Next Here we one are on the romantic story. Now we're on a fucking com- a sub commander <laughs> boat, and there's a fucking monster underneath the air. Joe Wayne Godzilla. Okay, I'm in love with you, and you don't love me. That was a really good Harold. John, do you think maybe next time you could not pull a gun in every scene you're in? Have you seen the office? Seriously, nobody else has an apartment that we can practice in. It's really only John's place. <laughs> He's got a living room that like, can can fit six people. 
So we're kind of stuck with him. Damn it. Oh, do I have to jump in the scene with him? I'm just oh. trying to raise the stakes, John. But a gun every single time. <laughs> every single time. Every and a, single And a no, Godzilla no, no. every it single a, it time. Was a rifle. It was, hold, a, it hold was a, Here's a scene. Here's a scene. Here's a scene. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So here you are. Here's your new baby boy. <laughs> a gun in the delivery yeah, room? And you're Godzilla every it's time. You can call Godzilla every Look, time. When I put up the Oristea at fucking at Yale, I fucking I told Paul Giamatti he can go fuck himself <sighs> if he doesn't play it as uh Paul Lind. You fucking blah blah blah. Anyhow, we well, uh, too many references even for me. Kruger, do you want to do, do the next one? Like that situation exactly was actually happened. Kruger, it's you or me. Who's going to do the next one? I'll 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 play clean up. I'll do fourth. It's all, it's oh, on you. Ah! <laughs> I'll all right, it might not happen next week. You can do it might not happen next month. This yeah. is all happening oh, yeah. in John Carmichael's head as he's has it has a fever it. and is also masturbating. Oh my God, that's exactly no right. I have it. You wake up. The next next scene is a. It's a. It was all a dream. It's all a dream. I have a ten by twelve corkboard with like three hundred like different colored uh, index cards pinned to it. I'm, I'm trying to work it out, but it's going to make sense. Good. All right, I can't Marty. Wait. Marty. When are you going to finish the script? I have no fucking idea. I have no So th it's going to be two weeks then? Uh, I'll, I'll do my best. No, I'll... we have to. We'll, we'll do it every week again like we were. I'll, I'll try. We're I'll, I'll try to do good. it. Like, I mean, Guys, I have enough material at the end of each of your takes where you say something fucking stupid to cut my own show. <laughs> if you're... <laughs> my... I don't normally. I only crap. did that. Like yeah. for the first time, this uh, you all leave me little fucking presents, and I'm like, oh, I could cut a whole little so show out of this. Marty going, was... oh, God, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that less this time. I uh, I did it uh, once, I think, but all right. yeah. All right, uh, we love. What does uh, John say at the end? I want to know. I'll, 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 I'll cut. I'll make a super cut of everyone's little extra bits. You leave me. We. I always. I always leave him extra sex noises and yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming hard. Right, you got it. You got it, Steve. You want some more? I'm coming. Big fucking arcing ropes of jism all over your hairy chest. Rub it in. None of this is in the script. I'm improving. I'm imp oh, I'm improving. Where's my son? I wish he was back. Oh, come back, Yogi. I miss you. Oh, God, stop it. All right. So uh, next week, next there, week uh, we might have a a um a, an old Merp back on um the next week or the week after. Uh, Bill Watterson has uh, expressed interest in jumping on, so it'd be great to have him. I'm sure he would have some feedback for us on. Uh, yes, you make it a good one. Yeah, Marty. I know. Oh, fuck! Oh, skeleton! Okay, I will do my best. Uh, to, uh, yes. Um, in the meanwhile, Marty, 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 Marty. It doesn't have to be good. Just think of the second episode and say, "Okay, I can beat that." Uh, no, I Just actually be better really than John. I really That's all. You uh, don't have to. You don't have to run faster than the bear. You just have to run faster than me. Than your friend, <laughs> slow dude. Am I the bear? Um. <laughs> No, no, Bill, no, you're Bill never is the bear. bear. Bill the bear. Uh, <laughs> so please, honey badger, e email us nooner at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, questions if you have things for Bill, send that to us as well. Send us recorded <laughs> things, whatever you want, uh, and 
also oh yeah fuck with bill fuck with cleveland yeah, fuck with cleveland oh, i, I want to hear the old fuck cleveland gang and if come you, out of retirement if you have um characters you want to inject into this um debacle no uh th this wonderful saga that we're building send that as well and we will work it in there um anything you guys want to plug cassandra you were on a podcast recently Oh yeah, I talked about Love Actually on the um, Sagitash Shut-In Show, um, and uh, so you should go listen to that episode because I talked about Love Actually. Ooh, am I lost in the circle of my own thoughts? Uh, yes, Love Actually. Um, help. Good. Party, uh, we're twenty anyway, minutes over. Can we just do the plugs next week? No one has anything to really. Uh, Every no. Monday night, there's a new episode of Trash Trash Podcast. Trashy, um, trashy, trashy. Most recent one's called Collision. Um, Erica's fucking hilarious. I'm okay. Um, uh, no, Erica's hilarious. <laughs> Erica's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and I also talk. Uh, John. And, uh, John, how did uh, the uh, you know it go this this holiday season? So far, it went great. I mean, the Christmas one we had a family, the Mullins, and that was hilarious and good. And then uh, we're doing one. Uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, so should join in. Very excited. All right, tune into um, that. You know it on <clears throat> YouTube and Kruger, one season two of whatever that thing you're doing. Uh, it, uh, I, I'm I'm doing a new game show called Can You Spell the Word Educational? And uh, John, how dare you? How dare you? John is not invited right. to season one. On that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much. Happy New Year! Fuck 2020! Yay for us! I love you all. I fucked that up. I'm going to do that one more time. Sorry, John. <laughs> Jesus, Marty. Like, wrap it up. If that has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.